Okay. Welcome back to your ex-boyfriend's podcast. Episode 49. This episode, coming off the heels of my interview with Alexa Spencer, taking into account some recent events, we're going to call this one something like information and feelings. <laughs> Which is like the least creative title, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. I might come up with something after the fact. Uh, first of all, old business. Thank you to everyone who turned in, turned in, tuned in for episodes 47 and 48, my two-part series with Alexis. I'm sure some of you are new to the podcast, coming off of her sharing it, I'm sure. And uh, welcome. Thanks for coming by. And I hope you enjoy uh, whatever it is that you listen to, whether it's just that episode or two episodes, or if you go a little bit deeper, listen to the rest of the the podcast that I've been doing for about a year and share it with your friends and, you know, make posters about it and, you know, talk about it at work and help it reach millions of people. So then I can get like, you know, some really cool advertising contracts and make a bunch of money and, you know, do all the things that I've consistently told you guys that I don't want to do. (laughs) Or, you know, don't. That's okay, too. So, let me quit rambling here. I think this one's going to be kind of short, mostly because the last four episodes that I've done uh, have all been, well, I should say, the last four episodes have been interviews divided into two parts. So I've been kind of hitting it hard for the last two weeks doing uh, these long interviews, two-parters, twice the editing, twice the sitting in my office and staring at the computer. So we're going to try and keep things short and to the point this week. And maybe that's okay. Hopefully some of you are tired of listening to me and other people talk for hours and hours and you know, 20 minutes is just what you need. So we'll see. <laughs> um, I guess going right into it, the two things I want to talk about are the two things that I called the episode, information and feelings. Information, everything being data, everything being info, we touched on in the interview with Alexis. And feelings is something that I guess I've just been thinking about um, in a broad sense. <laughs> Uh, but I guess more specifically because of recent um, experiences. And I guess feelings being pretty broad, what I mean is responsibility for feeling your feelings and nobody else's, right? So starting out, we talked about with Alexis, uh, we talked about everything being information, every thought you have, every experience you go through, every relationship that you engage in, literally everything can be taken as data. And I know we've said this before, before that interview, we talked about it at length in the interview with Alexis, but I just feel like reiterating now because it is so critical. Like if I could go back to... Oh, when was it? My 10th episode where I did like a list of things that I try to, you know, keep in mind. That was my like, ooh, let's do a fun episode with a list. (laughs) 
uh, I would probably take one of those 10 and turn it into this. Everything is information. Everything is data. It is so critical because, well, for a lot of reasons, but first and foremost, I think, if you're open to everything being informative and useful in your computation, <laughs> if you're open to that, it can inform so much of how you think and how you behave and how you plan and how you experience and act and move forward. It sounds kind of robotic, maybe, and and cold to call it like computations. You know, it kind of sounds like I'm a Vulcan from Star Trek. Like, oh, you got to remove emotion and look like look at it like from a computer. But honestly, at the end of the day, that's a little bit of what we are shooting for in some respects. Obviously, not to remove emotions at all because. If you've been listening to this podcast, or if you're, you know, a reasonable human being, you know that emotions are necessary. You cannot suppress those with no ill effects. I think we can all get on board with that. What I'm talking about is being able to step back from emotion and analyze to, for sure, allow yourself to feel and accept and move through any given emotion but also be able to, at some point, following that process, step back and ask yourself, why? What happened here? Why did I react emotionally the way that I did? What is the information that I can take away from this scenario? We've all heard the sayings. I mean, they've been thrown around forever throughout you know, history. You know, the more you know, right? Knowledge is power. Or more recently, clear is kind, right? More in regards to giving information to other people who you care about. You know, blah, 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 etc. The idea being, the more you know, the better off you will be. And, you know, the counter to that being ignorance is bliss. <laughs> Unfortunately, that is true. A lot of the times, but it is a false bliss. Ignorance is the wool over your eyes. Ignorance is, you know, whistling through the graveyard. You're still <laughs> you, you, you you're still in danger. Those zombies are coming out of the graveyard. <laughs> but you know, acting like, oh, I can't hear anything, I can't see anything, I'm fine, I'm just gonna doot doot doot. Okay, that is really what is going on. Where was I going with this? <laughs> Humans have a knee-jerk reaction. That knee-jerk is to, in any given scenario, react quickly and emotionally to take the feeling that is instantaneous of whatever, whatever they're experiencing and that be what informs the decision next. As Alexis said, stepping back and looking at this knee-jerk reaction is one of the most important things that you can do. That is going to give you a lot of clarity as to why you do the things that you do, why you think the things that you think. Looking at your knee-jerk reaction, 
in itself is data. That is information. And you, by stepping back, are giving it to yourself. That is like one of the first best things you could do is give info to yourself. Disregard everything else around you because nobody's looking out for you except for you, you know, in a, I, I don't know, like in a very basic sense, like you at the end of the day are responsible as number one, you know, caretaker for yourself. So give yourself that data, step back and look. Tying into this, one of the things, aside from the conversation I had with Alexis, one of the things that caused me to think about this and want to talk about it for this episode is a conversation I had recently with a friend who had feared that he had overstepped or I guess misstepped on some boundaries with another friend of ours. So, you know, a third friend inadvertently, like totally accidentally feared that they had, um, you know, tread on some boundaries and felt guilty about it. In this scenario, the actions that he took were, or I, I guess I should say the, the line, the act of stepping over a line was entirely accidental. It was made in good faith, I guess, with good intent. He lacked information and that's it. There was no ill intent. He did not have all the puzzle pieces and he acted with that with good intent. The info that he did have access to on the flip side of that is how the friend that he was worried he had offended had chosen to communicate or share with him. And it wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It was literally just two people communicating. It was just information. And as we've been talking about, information can be used to inform <laughs> the future. This scenario was nobody's fault and nobody came away worse for it. And in talking to him, I think maybe I, I hope that I conveyed this. It can be used for the future. It can be a reference point next time something like that happens. It's a possibility that, that something like this may occur again, given that, you know, we are all as humans kind of creatures of habit patterns tend to enact themselves over and over again. And this is something I would say is more likely to occur than not. This incident, which I struggle to even call an incident because it was not, everything was fine. Um, it, it leads me to my second point. The second thing I want to talk about, you are responsible for your feelings and nobody else's. In this case, there was no reason to feel any sort of guilt for not knowing everything, for not having all the background, for not having known that there may even have been an issue sidebar. You know, there was not. We all make the decisions with the data that we have at our disposal. Something we talked about with Alexis. That's all we can do. When you know better, you do better, right? 
I think that was one of the episodes that I did months and months ago. When you know better, you do better. Ruminating on the past, on what was right or what was wrong or the choices you made or the thoughts that you had or what other people thought or what other people did, etc., does nothing good. There is nothing to be gained on you know that self-indulgence of of uh, rumination. There is also nothing to be gained from trying to take responsibility for another person's feelings. And there's a couple reasons for that. By attempting to take ownership of another person's reaction or feelings or whatever, thoughts, you are attempting to relieve them of a responsibility that you have no right to take on. Doing this is essentially robbing them of agency. It robs them of the dignity of taking ownership themselves. Or I should say maybe it's attempting to rob them of that dignity. If you, in your interaction with another person, if you allow them to take ownership of their own feelings or of their own actions or of their own opinions. It is a kindness. And just as a sidebar, I just want a quick parenthesis here. This has, this is not what happened in this particular incident that I was referring to earlier. There was no um, negative reaction on the part of this other friend, just FYI. Um, but anyway, back to <laughs> what we were talking about. It's a kindness. You are enabling that person in a positive way. And yes, you may experience negativity from another person for allowing them to take ownership. They may not take ownership in the moment. They may never take ownership of their feelings or of their actions or whatever, the things that they said. They may never do that. And you don't get to control that. That's okay. That has nothing to do with you. But the first step on your part is allowing that to happen. Do not be the person that robs somebody else of the agency, of the dignity to take ownership for themselves. If you care about them, you want them to do that. And not allowing them to is not kind. All of that is just how it affects them. By attempting to take that responsibility on, it affects you too, for sure. Like 100% burdening yourself in an attempt to assert control over something that you cannot control and should not control is like so bad <laughs> for yourself. Ask yourself an honest question. Why would you want to take on that responsibility over somebody else's feelings or actions? It's an honest question. And there are a lot of different answers that a lot of different people, uh, I think, would come up with. However, at the end of the day, what it is, and we've touched on this before, is overfunctioning. You are not being authentic with yourself. 
intellectually, I think we can always get to the point of knowing that it's not on you, you know? That person's reaction, if there was one, that person's opinions or that person's behavior towards you at the end of the day is all about them. Did you make a decision in good faith with good intent? And did you accidentally hurt somebody's feelings? Yeah, that's a bummer. And it happens. And even in that scenario, you are okay to apologize for accidentally hurting someone. We can always apologize for that if it feels right. Because we don't want to hurt the people that we care about, right? We can always apologize for accidentally doing that. But apologizing or attempting to take blame for actions made with the best info that you had at the time robs yourself of that dignity, of that agency. Allow yourself to own the fact that you did what you thought was right. Because at the end of the day, that is all any of us can do. And that is all that anybody can reasonably expect of us. Boom. Sub 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, pretty good, no? Let me know if you like the shorter episode. I've done a couple of these. And maybe by couple, I mean like a literal couple. Like two. <laughs> maybe two or three. I don't know. Uh, let me know if the shorter format is something you enjoyed. As always, your ex-boyfriend's podcast is hosted on Podbean at justicetenna.podbean.com. It is distributed anywhere you want to listen to podcasts. So if you have a favorite platform, use that. I'm probably there. If you want to be a guest, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, literally anything you want to contact me about, my email is your exbf podcast at gmail.com no caps no spaces if you want to hit me up on instagram or see the posts that i do regularly with these episodes my instagram is your underscore exbf underscore podcast so i hope everybody enjoyed this maybe it's something we do on the regular and if you want to be on the show if you want to have another badass interview like i had for the last four episodes Hit me up, and we'll get you on. Until next week, take care of yourselves out there. The weather's getting real cold. I'll talk to you soon.